0: Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Moran's yeah. got the old washing machine on there. Now in the background she's doing a bit of washing. What's inside? Is it your dirty knickers that are inside in the washing machine, Moran? It's towels. It's towels, Ray. It's, it's towels. Things
1: that, things that be cleaning us. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Drying, drying us
0: off. Towels and dirty knickers. There's still a little bit of a crackle on there. There was there's a tiny, a tiny one yesterday, but you will soldier on. We'll try and make it. You can't this thing. put
1: towels and dirty knickers in the same wash.
0: Uh, how would I know? I've got a ma- I've got a woman that that does a uh, man got or a, a woman. person
1: for that. I I've forgot. Got a, I've
0: got a person. That's it. I've got a regular got a person.
1: Hello, everybody. You are listening to Six Bits Podcast. My name is Marie O'Connell.
0: Uh, and i have re- Are we always? We're always going to say podcast after Six Bits. It's like it's like saying. The, hello there you're watching the six o'clock show TV show <laughs> okay fine <At> the end. <laughs> you're listening to six
1: bits that's it my name my name is Murdo O'Connell
0: and I'm Ray Foley the pause you
1: you leave for the I'm Ray Foley it's like has he forgotten his name do I did I leave is a pause
0: there try it again then go on
1: hello you're listening to six bits my name is Murray O'Connell
0: and I'm Ray Foley uh-huh. and if you fancy sending us an email hop on in it's six bits pod at gmail.com. I've got a lump of them to get through. I don't think we'll get through them today because we're squeezed, lads. We're sque- we say this every day, of course. But we are squeezed on time, but please keep your emails coming, and we'll, we'll get through
1: three today.
0: We'll do our best either get through three yeah. today or we'll do a lump of them at some point for your delectation. Uh, either mm-hmm. way, they will be they will be achieved and read and enjoyed on this uh, here podcast. Yes, and we'll be delighted to hear from you. Starting. The broadcast this morning. we at got six bits, by the way. One, uh, Three each. We take it in turns. And starting today, it's the one and only, ladies and gentlemen, it's Moran O'Connell, everybody. There it is. That's a bit low, actually. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: Today is the 21st of April. Yep. Do you know what you were doing on this day 25 years ago, Ray Foley? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. 25
0: years ago. It's
1: 25 s- years ago. 21st s- of April, 1995.
0: Oh, okay. I thought, because it was a spin anniversary recently, wasn't there? Uh,
1: that 18 years, first
0: spin <sighs> 1038. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, 25 years ago. 21st of April, 25 years ago. 1995, you say.
1: 1995. Think back. You were in secondary school. What were you doing?
0: 15 years old. I was uh, I was getting ready for the junior cert, I imagine. Would I doing the junior cert at 15?
1: Yeah, um, that's yeah. Maybe
0: 14 or 15 actually. Hang on. I was 17 no,
1: 15 or 16, yeah.
0: I was just turning 18 when I moved to college. So, I would have been I wouldn't have been 15 yet. I would have only have been 14. I don't know what year I was in. Uh 1990 ah, more than you've got me. You've got me stumped. You
1: were along with everyone else in the entire country incredibly excited nice. because Irish people were going to be on the English telly. Irish people were going to be on English telly because
0: Father Ted day, Father, Father Ted, Ted started on this day 25 years ago I read it like 15 minutes ago I literally read what you just told me 15 minutes ago I and it. it went that's what my life is now it's a series of reading a series of things that I instantly forget about it's the same with Doom. television
1: this
0: is the extended version obviously it's still gone there's a delay so if you sing along it's going to be out of sync just i'm just letting you know you, you can continue to sing along as much as you like love i'm just because it adds a certain charm to the ignorance of the delay I, it genuinely does but i'm letting you know now right
1: what? Remember when you had to do in school in the choir, you'd have to do a round robin. That's what we were just doing. The sounds, the beautiful sounds there of the Divine Comedy. Who did the theme tune for Father Ted? And the very first episode was that absolutely brilliant one where the film crew from Telly Aaron arrive to Craggy Island and they want to have an interview with a priest. And Father Ted says he's the only priest on the island, and uh, and they end up they end up interviewing Father Dougal instead of him. As he goes up on the fairground wheel, remember that?
0: Oh yeah. See, I, again, I forget things instantly. I, I know. I, if but I was to watch, he thought it was a bench.
1: Know. He thought it was a bench. Yeah. Uh, because that's all that the that the that the fairground wheels were. He was thought it was a bench. <laughs> Next thing, he goes up on the wheel. Yeah. He sees them interviewing Dougal, and he falls off the bench because he's so annoyed. Well done, Father Ted. Well done. Well Is done. there a
0: nurse available? A child has gotten <laughs> stuck in the tunnel of goats. I remember that one. That's it, is it? I just,
1: just, I (laughs) I can't believe
0: it's... Stop talking. I was kind of like, is is she finished? Is she taking a drink? No,
1: I just, I can't believe that it's 25 years ago because I still watch it now. It's so brilliant. We're actually speaking to Dermot Morgan's son tonight. If you're watching this before 6.30, we're speaking to his son, Don, on the show tonight um, about, you know, what it was like when he first got the news that he was going to be Father Ted and he'd be working over in England, lads. Over in, in 1995, working in England was a very big deal. So um, I just think it's a brilliant piece of writing and the fact that we still watch it today. It's not like when you watch Friends and you cringe or Sex in the City has aged so incredibly badly. Father Ted has aged beautifully.
0: Yeah, that's because it was it was kind of in a sort of a surreal daft, not reflective yeah. of real life world anyway. So that's how they, these things continue. I do like Don Morgan, actually. I like the other fellow as well. Rob, isn't it Rob?
1: Rob, yeah, married to Ruth Scott. He's lo- they're lovely. And there's lovely another book ones. as
0: well. There's the younger fella, but I, I sure. But they, it lovely goes in one fella. ear and one out the out the other. They my recollection. Yeah, and they only made a few of them, didn't they? They only like like forty towers. There's only like a handful of them. That they Three ever seasons. Made. Yeah, there you go.
1: And a special a Christmassy Ted. That's it. Was, That's all wasn't, was they
0: the, had. wasn't the last one fairly ropey though? There was a couple of ones that was the one Man. like the. I don't right. believe it. All, all the uh, Richard. Oh Ma- yeah, 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 in Halloween
1: caves. Me. But still, like, it is mad that, like, for you, what hasn't? When I see Friends on the TV, I can't watch it anymore. Certainly Sex in the City, no. I see things, when I watch certain episodes of The West Wing, I'm like, Oh, God! Oh, God, no! Aaron, why did you do that? It makes me want to cringe.
0: Aaron?
1: Aaron Sorkin, the right. All right.
0: okay, yeah, yeah. The newsroom yeah. has aged badly. No, never mind uh, flipping, Oh, the uh... newsroom has aged very badly. <laughs> it's just... Very,
1: very badly.
0: I was fully in. I was fully invested in the newsroom. You know, yeah. I, I think I was one of the few people that was.
1: So was I with Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip. I was yeah, I could.
0: Well. I could feel that uh, ebbing off. Like after maybe three episodes, there was kind of like a, Ugh, this isn't. This guy is really good at this, but he's not. This is not. This is not that good. It was a good episode of Studio sixty where uh, the Christmas episode. Look it up. It was for Katrina and the the jazz. Oh musicians. yeah, it
1: was very good, very uh, good. But they had great people involved. I just. Matthew Perry can't take him seriously. He's too earnest when he does a serious role, I think.
0: Uh, he's Unfortunately, God love him, he is one of those actors that's pigeonholed. In mm-hmm. fairness, Jennifer Aniston should have been pigeonholed as well. It In my mind, she will always be Rachel from Friends. Anything she does after will always be still Rachel. I. I. But then again, has she ever done a... She was,
1: was, like, was for years. She's very good in The Morning Show. She's definitely different right. in The Morning Show.
0: I haven't watched that. That's uh, good. Actually, The Morning Show... Uh, because there's a show called the Morning Show in Australia, it's called Morning Wars. Did you know that? Oh, right. And uh, Elizabeth, huh? who used to work on Six o'clock Show, and she kind of does now remotely. She's living in Australia at the moment. Yeah. I follow her, and we follow each other on Twitter. And she put up this tweet saying, "Just watching Morning Wars," and I worked until, and I was like, "What's Morning Wars?" I can't wait to see this Morning Wars. Oh, we're very excited. And then it, I googled, and it's actually the Morning Show because. It was rebranded in Australia because Interesting
1: of that's what that's about because I was going to look up Morning Wars later on yeah. so thank you for telling
0: me I looked it up <laughs> I was like oh I was Australian television show I was so excited to look up <laughs> a, an Australian television show called Morning Wars turns out it's just the morning show I need to go and watch it actually because I've heard I've heard mixed reviews I'm not going to lie
1: uh Yeah, yeah, I haven't finished it. Anyway, there you go. Get a, get your first episode of Father Ted on tonight. A little bit of a celebration. 25 years ago and don't you feel old now. That's my gift for you today.
0: I've got the box set there. I might crack it open because we've just there. finished Curb Your Enthusiasm, season 10. And we're kind of at a loose end. And we started... Oh, it was John Oliver we watched last night. Actually, the latest John Oliver. Which is very good. He's really gotten used to not having an audience. In fact... Yeah, he's excellent. I think a lot of them are kind of getting used to it because it was really weird and awkward at the beginning when they were all kind of all the uh, late night hosts were sitting at home, doing their shows from home, recording bits and sending them in, and then having them uh, broadcast. Uh, but Jan, well, John Oliver particularly, they, although all of them, have gotten very good at just doing it without an audience. So you'd be kind of asking the question: What's the point in the audience at all? The audience is just a large noise prop, largely mostly for a lot of these shows. Oh, no, anyway, the audiences.
1: Anyway, let's move on to number, number
0: two. That was a bit loud, wasn't it? Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number two. Do you want to do number
1: two? We we should, yeah, because we're going to rattle through the next in about 11 minutes. Let's go.
0: 11 minutes? Wow, that's mm-hmm. am- that's ambitious, isn't it? That's ambitious. Mm-hmm. Raymond, come uh, on. RTE broadcaster Sean O'Rourke is set to retire. Every, everyone is talking about this. I suppose this is our nod to what's happening in the world that isn't coronavirus. As basically every other media outlet. Now, to describe us as a media outlet is a massive exaggeration. Don't but do that but given that it is six bits that are largely in the news every day, the one that is in the news every day because, or not every day, but it's on all the news outlets, uh, is Sean O'Rourke because uh, he's announced he's retiring. He's uh, on every day between midday and 10 on RTE radio.
1: RT broadcaster between and ten and midday. yeah. Well, what did I say? Mid midday and ten.
0: Yeah, so I was right. Midday and ten. Yeah, I was right. Okay, sorry. He is on between was... midday and ten. He is. Yeah, sorry. Well, he he is.
1: Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Sorry, my linear brain just needed to do it the yeah. other way. Yeah, there you go. I did. I needed to do it the other
0: way. Uh, <laughs> RT broadcaster in Jerry He's retired the eighth of May. He'll begin working as a journalist with the Connacht. He began working as a journalist. I was like, he's getting a new job. Mm. No, he's not. He's he's done that and now he's retiring. He began working as a journalist with the Connacht Tribune in 1973, later joined the Irish press. He began his broadcasting career with RTE in the 1980s and presented Morning Ireland this week. This reads like an obituary. They're holding on to this. They're holding on to this. about fo- to go Sean O'Rourke Radio, RIP. He's coming well, into my gang. He's joining Warren's radio gang. He's Uh, joining my gang. Actually, Sean, Sean. if you fancy joining the podcast, we've already approached Anton Savage. If 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 Sean O'Rourke wants to join the Six Bits Pod, we'd be delighted to have you. Just drop us an email, sixbitspod at gmail.com. I will squeeze you in for two bits a week. Absolutely. If if you like. I
1: thoroughly (laughs) enjoyed Sean O'Rourke's radio show. I still do. I think he is a phenomenal broadcaster. And it's a shame. That he is a staff member of RTE and that he has to retire. We were talking about Sean having to go a few months ago. Yeah. Um, because like so many do, they get to, isn't it 65? And if you're a staff member, you have to, you're out the door. And um.
0: what if he was to establish a business or work as a, an, a contractor? Because I know my mother-in-law, she did something where she retired yeah. and then she was brought in as a, basically a freelancer then. After retirement, because they were and she didn't work as a as abroad. She worked she worked in the health service, mm-hmm. but this health service was so short on particular people with her set of skills. She was an assassin. She was uh, she she killed a lot of Russians. She <laughs> load works, of... Her she daughter, works, my oh, wife,
1: the Irish Secret Service. Did her daughter,
0: my wife, was kidnapped, and Helen, my mother-in-law at the time, with a little flippy phone with the big buttons on it, because she was a retiree. R- massive the big buttons. Yeah, she was like, now you listen here. I have a very particular set of skills. Yeah. And uh, off she went. They put the leather jacket on and we didn't see her for a week. And off she Just went. a
1: week. Fair play, sir.
0: How long was Liam Neeson gone? I would say that's obviously a I'd few days. I'd say he was got about a week. Yeah. And, and
1: Helen wanted to play herself in the movie. But but Liam kind of shat all over that, which I thought uh, was very unfair. Yeah. 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 Yep. Based
0: on a true story of mm, Helen Carroll. Never,
1: they, never, they never big that up, the fact that it's based <laughs> on a true story. I think that would be
0: adorable, actually. My, my mother-in-law, rest <laughs> God rest her soul, R.I.P. Yes. She Properly was, R.I.P. She was Yeah, properly R.I.P. Not It's not like my mother-in-law is no longer working in radio. Well, <laughs> she, She's no longer she, your mother-in-law, she, she is. She is no longer working in radio <laughs> because, you know, oh, she not she ever was. I, she made a few appearances on the radio through me, you know, through me yes. mostly taking the mickey out of her. Actually, one funny story about my mother-in-law is... She, I lent her a phone once. Uh, she, she, her, she broke her phone. And I said, "You hey, borrow one the of big my big
1: buttons, flippy phone." It was a big button, <laughs> flippy phone. And she took to Europe to Russia. Yeah, yeah,
0: same phone. <laughs> Actually, it's funny what you mentioned that because it was a flippy phone. It didn't have big buttons, but it was a flippy phone. Anyway, she was. Uh, this is in the early days of my. I was in spin at the time. It all ties together nicely. I was on air in spin in the evenings on the happy Zoom. Birthday,
1: cl- spin, happy, happy birthday, Spin!
0: Eighteen. Happy birthday, Spin! Eighteen. I was there on the first day. I was on the launch lineup for two years, and then I, uh, I was that was a that was a fun time. We were talking about it the other day, actually, me and Chris. Oh, there's a whole other story. Massive tangent there. We have there.
1: diverged so many times here. Go but back to Helen.
0: Anyway, Helen, uh, I lent her her. She broke her phone, and she was waiting for the replacement to arrive. So I said, "Here, take one of my old ones." And it was actually, as it happens, a flippy one, which is besides the point. And uh, she she had it for a couple of weeks, and then her own phone arrived, and she gave me back my one. Right but mm. in that time she was messing around with it and she recorded a shopping list of of stuff she needed to buy so she was like milk bread <laughs> potatoes eggs <laughs> right? and so she reco- she
1: did it like you like you announce your name she took a big breath a big a gap big pause. between the last one and she the did next it one. like
0: elton john performing i'm still standing in the <laughs> one world <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, with glasses on and a massive piano out of the p- p- patio, out the Sorry, back.
1: I laughed so hard there, my headphones
0: fell off. <laughs> the with the baseball, basketball hoop. Um, <laughs> still standing. Milk. <laughs> eggs. Bread. <laughs> <laughs> Tin foil.
1: Go on, Helen, <laughs> so, Carolyn.
0: Anyway, she saved it all into the voice memo, and I found it, and I put it out on the air. Oh, as of bright, course you did. Uh, just to be a meanie.
1: You're
0: uh, it was great crack. Anyway, um, what was I? Do- what was I doing? Oh we yeah, were but- talking
1: about Sean O'Rourke. <laughs>
0: she was going to be a Sean O'Rourke. Is going to be a contract killer now as well. Well I was yes. going to say, it, it, I suppose. They would do it only for the fact that it's RTE, I guess. In any other line of work, they can do that. But the fact that it's RTE and they're forcing so many other people within RTE to retire that they can't exactly turn around for one or two high profile members of staff. I
1: think there's an issue that if you, you know, if you take the soup long enough that you can't actually change over to a contract because Ronan Collins isn't a staff member. Um, Michael Lester was a staff member and of course, you know, gone. Uh, Sean work, but they were staff members for such a long time I don't think they can change over to contract or s- there's something in, in RTE contracts
0: like Can that. someone explain that for us? I think it's just a profile thing. My, my theory is it's a profile thing that it's like if they're doing it to all these underlings regular RTE workers like my wife and saying that's it goodbye see ya farewell they can't exactly turn around to higher profile and then th- that would open them up to a legal challenge then I guess.
1: Oh yeah like they have to go but I'm saying you can't become a contract worker inside there if you've if you've been on the RTE contract for a very long time. It's like you can't just switch over then. So yeah, I, no, no, no. I think you're right, but I think it's a shame that he's gone. I think he's a brilliant broadcaster, and that we'll certainly
0: miss him. Uh, I don't know what I, he does, I entirely agree. I'm going to be stuck for something to then. Then there's Pat. He's still going. He's he's well Pat's, past it now, isn't he?
1: Pat's still going. Sean has a has a great staff around him. I will I will always be thankful. I was listening the day that he said Fanny Flutters and. On RT Radio 1. <laughs> that was, that was, I didn't get to my phone quick enough to record it, but I was like, Shadow O'Rourke did definitely just say Fanny Flutters, right? And went immediately onto Twitter and everyone was just like, yeah, Shadow just said Fanny I Flutters. Flutters. It took over the news for like an hour. Um, brilliant broadcaster. And of course, now we ask the question, who's going to take over? I know who it's going to be. Uh, right.
0: I'll tell you I've who it got, is. Uh, it's, this isn't a Kate thing. It's uh, me guessing what it is. If it turns out to be true, don't say that Kate, because Kate didn't tell me anything. I don't know. I actually don't know. My no, mo- don't. my money is on Claire Byrne. I'd Claire say. Byrne. they have to yeah. give it to Claire Byrne. Uh, or, or um, who's that one? Hannon. Uh, Katie
1: Hannon is very good, but I was thinking Claire Byrne or David McCullough.
0: Oh, they can't give it to a man though, because it's twenty twenty ah, and men can't it. get jobs anymore.
1: Shut up! Don't it's true. You can't give yeah. a new job
0: to a man. Men I would can't entirely get any jobs. So I, hard for I, you, I not any jobs, but just new jobs in twenty twenty, just to balance things out. You can't. Men can't so get hard. jobs. No, it's so just hard. like they can get jobs. They just can't get jobs.
1: So hard. I think Claire would be brilliant at it. And
0: uh, David. I think she'd be very good. It need, does need a bit of nuance, a little bit more personality than Claire Byrne uh, gives. I think, though, I, I don't mean that someone no.
1: just got a very ho- high-profile job and he's a man. Who? Brendan O'Connor.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's why it'll have to be Claire that's Byrne. That's why they have to. That's yeah, why they have
1: to. yeah. I think but, Claire would be very good at it. Um, I think she'd be. Don't parents.
0: get me wrong. She'd be excellent. She'd be fantastic at the more serious stuff. It's just a little bit of the lighter stuff. It's true. Of Sean though, as well. Uh, Sean
1: couldn't do the light when he first started either. Yeah. yeah when he so had so to introduce bands, I remember. You, it felt like he wanted to throw up into his <laughs> own ear holes because he was like, am I actually introducing someone yeah. who who, you know, talks with a puppet up their arse? He seemed so uncomfortable some t- at the first year and then he just then he just leaned into it. He was very good then after that.
0: Yeah, I think I think Claire would be excellent. She should be yeah. my number one. Uh, David McCullough would be fantastic, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also an opportunity to change things up, particularly if Ronan isn't sticking around forever either. I, m- I mean, they might change the whole thing. Put Tuberty into midday, maybe put someone different into like a two-hour gig between oh, nine or or do nine to go full full hour, go nine oh, to midday. She, you're changing it all up. Yeah, well, it's again. an opportunity. You're it's always an opportunity, up, right? you know. But uh, Claire Byrne is my money anyway for the time being, and. Uh, yeah, Macaulay, Sean O'Rourke,
1: actually. we wish you well. We love you much, and you're very much invited onto the Six Bits Podcast. Yeah, you're welcome <laughs> to join us
0: anytime, Sean John. I wonder what imagine? Sean be doing that thing of like not being able to listen to. Well, that, that's the funny thing. When I was off the radio, the only radio I could listen to was Morning Ireland and Sean O'Rourke because yeah, I was I found the rest of it so disgusting <laughs> that I was like, I, tell you, I just listen. I listen to this. It's just like safe. Oh, so I could secure only listen
1: to talk radio for. Six months. Shall we go back to music radio? R.I.P.
0: Number three. R.I.P. R.I.P. Number three.
1: There is, and this is in my specific two-kilometer radius of my house. Hmm. Much more dog shite on
0: the footpaths and roads. This has been well documented. Yeah,
1: it has. Have we talked about this before?
0: No, we haven't. I don't. don't, Maybe we. uh, Maybe we briefly touched on it without the walk, out for the walks. But the the dog shite is. Uh, it's become a massive problem, and uh, I've seen quite a few people sharing it. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it. it's a it's a thing of the the lawlessness in people's heads that the world is not as it should be. So I'm not going to pick up my dog's shit.
1: Yeah, so is it there? Is it people's way of going? Yeah, like that's what I was thinking. It's it's their doggy dirty protest of you're making me stay in my house. I'm going to let my dog poo wherever the hell it wants and not pick it up. Now I am not a dog owner, so I've never had to do that particular jo- do- job when, except for when I'm walking someone else's dog. And it's pretty gross. I get that. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's, they've had an upset stomach. But uh, <laughs> well, you can't really pick it
0: up when they've got an upset stomach. I know, you, can, you need you can, author with you then. You need an empty um, gesture, really. That's that's yeah. what I would have done. I would have picked up the, the bigger bits within it, if there were <laughs> any, just to show, hey, everyone, just so you can see, I'm picking up the poop, yeah, but I'm not sure. really able to because it's a dribbly one. But it's just... It just feels like it's everywhere now.
1: And if you are using it as your doggy dirty protest to the fact that you're being kept inside your homes and the world is going to hell and jobs are gone, just stop, lads. We're, you know, we're all stepping out. We're dragging it into our houses. It's manky. It's just manky.
0: Our kids are out cycling it. They're rolling their bikes through it. They're yeah. going on their scooters in it. Yeah. It's a, uh, it, it, but it, the thing is, I wonder, well, there's, yeah. I don't know if there is necessarily more of it. It's just there's less activity on the footpaths. So then there's less people walking in it. or, walk, or It's also drier at the moment. So there's not as much rain to wash it away. Uh, I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. horrific. It's I, w-
1: gross. So it, that's, that was that was all I wanted to say. People yeah, not picking up after the dogs. saying it's
0: gross. I've got an, an, a, another particular peeve, which just drives me insane. It's the... Picking up the dog poo, putting it in the bag, and then abandoning the bag on the, stri- on the oh. street. Have you seen this?
1: What the hell is that?
0: I think, right? It took me away. It was Kate. We were talking about it the other day. And Kate kind of explained it to me, or her thinking behind it. And I think she's right. I think it's people. Their dog takes a dump on the path, right? And someone is around So they're like, well, I can't leave it. I can't be seen to be leaving it there. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And then they put it in the bag and they're walking along with it and they don't want to be carrying it. Oh, God. I have a dog, but I don't want to be responsible enough to pick up after it. So I'm just going to throw. So the minute I get a quiet moment, I'm going to chuck the bag away and just leave it here. You're talking like whatever about there being dog poop on the ground. You're now leaving a plastic bag of dog poop on the ground. Yeah. That is not going to rot. It's going to be preserved there for all eternity. Well, not all eternity, but hundreds of years in the bag on the yes. footpath. You absolute scummers. Put it in uh put it in the, the the bin. The the other thing they do in London actually, they do it I I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's a done thing maybe necessarily, but in London I noticed they pick up after their dogs and then they just place the the poop bag in the gutter next to the what? side of the footpath. I wonder, is it so that sweeper machine will pick it up? You know, the sweeper.
1: Oh, maybe. Um, Kate's 100% right. That's what it is. We, we, because there's less people out, there's less people policing and ready to shame someone if they leave the bloody dog poo. That's it. So they're just leaving it. <gasps> and then the bags.
0: They're everywhere. And you'll find as well, Kate, next yes. to poles, like if, if there's a pole next to a wall, okay, like a telephone pole or something next to a wall uh, or electricity pole, do you know what I'm talking about? Like a, you know, yep. a pole. Uh, they, th- they throw them in kind of alongside and behind them. You'll find a build up of, of we bags. You. We know. Your, we scumbags. Know. Your scumbags. Your scumbags. Stop it. Done. thing is though, they're not listening to this podcast, those scumbags. It's no, it's they just, don't care. Those also,
1: this is an offshoot of this, very quickly. It's the people who are, they're so concerned with their own safety. With the safety of others, maybe. No, not the safety of others. They're going out wearing plastic latex gloves. And then, as soon as they're finished doing what they're doing, they take the gloves off and just throw them on the ground. It's an extension of the dog poo.
0: poo. I've seen gloves and I've seen face Face masks. masks. (laughs) Yeah. But is that people just throwing them away? Or is it because I've been... It's God. just
1: throwing them away after they're finished doing what they're doing. They're like they're getting into the car, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not bringing the outside into my car. I'm just going to throw it here for so someone else to deal." with. I've
0: been naively thinking, "Oh, someone's lost another latex glove there."
1: So. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that's it's so fun, weird isn't? for you to see someone's nice sight. but no, that's definitely not it.
0: Oh, anyway, you mm. scumbags, stop scumming, you scumbags! My God, disgusting. Uh, shall we? Yes. Number five. Is this number five? Four. Is it? Is it number four? Number four. Is it number four? No, we have did number four, did we? No,
1: it's number four.
0: So you did number one. Yeah,
1: you did number two. I did number I two. Did number, three. number three. This is number and four you did then. Number
0: four. This we'll do number four then, will we?
1: Will we? Yeah. <laughs> number
0: four. All right, let's do number four. Uh, Netflix is too hot to handle. Has been tipped to replace. Love Island. What are you talking about? Uh, It's been tipped to surpass Love Island's popularity and take over the slot on ITV. What? The streaming site only released their new dating show a few days ago and already bookmakers predicted it could be bigger than its reality dating rival. Paddy Power Mm. have tipped the show to amass more views than ITV's last edition of their show, making the odds on it one to two. Here's the thing, though, that we'll never know because Netflix don't release their figures Unless it suits them. And then even at that, we need to take their word for it.
1: Yeah, unless it suits them. But they did do, you know, the Nielsen Index. Um, they did release the views of Tiger King to the Nielsen Index in the US. Okay. Uh, because people were like, oh, they're lying about how popular it is. And they went. Check it out. They they actually just went, yeah, and they released them. And Nielsen verified going, yeah, there was that many people watching it over the weekend. Um, so when something is popular, they they have no issue with verifying it. But when something isn't and they want to pretend it is, they're like, yeah, loads of people watched it, guys. And that's all they have to do. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're
0: saying yeah. now it could take over. Why is that? Why wouldn't they just make another one? There's, there's talk of the uh, English one being held in a villa in England because they won't, they're not going to be able to send all the production <laughs> crew over and all the people over. And they'll do it. Like you can still get a luxury villa or a luxury country manor or something with a pool. They
1: can't do it with social distancing.
0: Oh yeah. Well, if that's it, that's if social distancing is still happening. Whenever that's for uh,
1: listen, we're not. None of us are going to a gig or to an outside thing until twenty twenty one at least. So there's not. There's no way that they can have a production of it. Another reason. Now, I haven't started watching it yet. I've just seen a little bit. Um, but uh, Shauna, our friend, uh, she's like, you have to watch it. It's terrible. Watch it. Um, they're allowed. They're allowed drink. This is what Netflix is doing with Love Is Blind. They were all drunk. And with this new one, Too Hot to Handle, they're all drunk and they're doing these really evil and nasty things to each other. Oh. And with this one, it's incredibly salacious because there's this amount of money that you can win if you stay away from each other. But every time you touch someone, the money goes down, right? So Yeah, I these- read
0: a thing where there was one girl in it and she was only there to drive the money down. If that, yeah. if that uh, gets, uh, <laughs> so gets me drift.
1: These- these two girls were annoyed with someone the other day. Or oh. They were annoyed about something the other day. So they kissed. So oh my God, that's go amazing.
0: Down. That's what I was saying. That's why I think I would love this show. Because it's like, it has the opportunity for all that evilness.
1: Evilness. So I'm hoping the same is for lads, you know, that they can, you know, give each other a cuddle or a shift if they want to drive the money down yeah, as well. I'm, that I'm it's game. not just this titillating, bloody female shite. So, um, excuse me. Sorry, I said that. I, I've got to start saying that word. Titillating. Um, or uh, titillating. <laughs> Terrible. So, um, from that point of view, when I heard how wicked they were being, I'm like, oh, I want to watch it now. I want nasty Nick and his, his his pencil and paper. I want yeah. that level of nastiness back again.
0: Uh, not ruining it for you, but don't get your hopes up. <laughs> ah, okay, right. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, well, I can tell you, I, well, I can only, I can tell you what I've been told. Um, but it's, it's, uh, For people who like the the evilness, I don't think that's in it.
1: Okay. Well, the evilness makes me uncomfortable. It's just that I don't think that, from what I hear, Love Island fans are like, this is not better than Love Island, but it is fun that they can drink, again, drink responsibly. But it's just, we all realise that reality TV is coming. Like, you know, there's no schedule. It's not on the board for the Great British Bake Off to film this summer. My heart is broken over that, so I think people are like Grant. I'll just take what reality TV I can get at the moment. Phil no. everyone can have a chat. Uh,
0: number five. Number five. Will we go? Number five. Number five. Is you then? Is it. me. Is you? Is this? Is this? This is you, and I think I know what I want to do for number six, but I need to tell Kate to go and get it for me. So you go and well find then,
1: n- ah. number five. Yeah. Like, I was going to do the price of oil, but let's do three emails.
0: Three. No, I, I want to hold on to the emails, actually, because I've got, I've got my thing. No, you go on. Price of oil. <laughs> All right. okay. Word breaks okay. down the price of oil.
1: <laughs> no, well, this is the story today about the price of oil, because it's at the lowest it's ever been, and you can now buy a barrel of oil for the price of a pack of chickadees.
0: Uh, I thought you could get it cheaper. I thought they were actually giving. They were they were paying people to take it off their hands at one there's, point.
1: Yeah, there is a negative minus thirty six dollars in this. Is for the Texas depository. So this is the May index. You have to read into this, lads, because I I'm not an economist, nor do I care that much about it. I haven't gone to the petrol station in over two months, though. That's you know, but you can now get it for a barrel of oil is like thirty six cent.
0: Yeah. That's so, because, uh, the pr- well, the price has fallen because a lot of people aren't driving, isn't that it? And they're then, not
1: driving. We're not using it. We're not heating. We've had very mild weather, so homes don't need to be heated that much. Um, all of that sort of stuff. I know this is much, globally, this is way bigger than Ireland, obviously. We're not the biggest consumer of oils in the world per capita in any way, shape or form. But I just really liked that. It was Richard Chambers earlier on that put it that the price of oil uh, you can now buy for the cost of a Freddo bar. And I was like, no, you can't. Oh, sorry, you can now buy 40 barrels of oil for the price of a Freddo bar. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Freddo bars are only 10 cents. That doesn't make any sense. Cent- Freddo bars are 36 cents, everybody.
0: Well, here's the question for you then. In, in, in that case...
1: 40 barrels. I got all no, that wrong.
0: 40 barrels. Well, let's say you have, a, you have a, a thousand euro then to invest in the stock market. Does it not make sense then for... Thank you, darling. My my wife, everybody. She's just arrived in with a special delivery for item number six, actually. There hi, you Kate. Maren <laughs> says hi can't you because my mic does kind
1: of. Hi Warren. Hi Kate Hello I'm doing crowd control in the garden so I'll leave you to this <laughs> I'll be nicking <laughs> one of these in
0: we're were, I was just telling Warren and everyone that listens to our podcast uh, that you told me the RTE secrets that Claire Burns getting the Sean O'Rourke <laughs> <laughs> My wife You are a terrible human she, being Ray she, Foley she, 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 does. she, she, uh, she doesn't know by the way she, she, doesn't she know. it's not a thing she would know it, no. it's just like uh, don't
1: it, do that to her for God's sake and
0: she has no context of what we were talking about no. earlier on either which is uh, so come on what's the What? Well, no hang on we're not finished yet the thing that, 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 that well, if you had a hundred thousand euro to invest in any in anything wouldn't it make sense to invest in oil now then? and Because oil is going to be in demand in a year, two years, five years, right? It's going to bounce back like oil is.
1: Yeah, but that's not the issue. The issue is that they've got no place to store it now. So OPEC have done a deal to reduce, because obviously there was that big war against you know Saudi Arabia, Arabia and Russia earlier on this year and last year about who was going to control the means of production. But the issue is now... Yeah. There's nowhere to store the oil that's being produced. They're at full capacity in this Texas massive place in America. Uh-huh. So all over the world, everyone's like, "Oh God!" Oh so God. if I, I spent place- a grand,
0: if I had a grand, and if I spent a grand on an, an oil, yeah. the oil would end up at my front door because they have no place to keep it. They're like, "This is your oil. Here you go."
1: This sheikh in Saudi Arabia will be like, "Yeah, I better, I better deliver." You know, like your local fella who delivers oil, the home oil out the back. He'll drive up, he'll drive up a top oil, top oil tanker, and be like, "Ray, it's Shake here. Um, I need to put this thousand gallons of oil somewhere." I was reading about the the detail. You take out all these sippy cups from the boys that they don't use anymore, and be like, "Pour it in there." Fill those up.
0: Fill them up there. But the kids' paddling pool at the back garden. Throw a load of your oil in there. Thanks, Shake Mohammed. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, man. All the best. Bye, 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 bye. As I'm closing the door. Safe home. Uh, the uh, I was reading about that in Wall Street that's why they were paying people to take it it was essentially like uh, for storage it was like yeah. the, the the oil was going to arrive at, at these brokerages in Wall Street or wherever and they were, they were paying people off for that reason to take exactly. oil off their hands
1: this is all at a different level to us all that sort of crap but then I had to look up I'm just saying Fredo bars are 36 cent
0: what? Oh, sorry. This was your real story then, was it? <laughs> yeah,
1: kind of. But I'm just... It, my brain kind of exploded. What's like, a, I really miss Taz bars.
0: There was a thing. I was going to, get to ask you I thought they should have stayed what? and not Freddo bars.
1: 36 bloody cents.
0: What's the difference between a Taz bar and a Freddo bar, though? Taz had uh, caramel in it. But it, isn't there a caramel Freddo?
1: Oh, maybe there's a caramel Freddo now. Freddo was the one that was pure chocolate and Taz was the one with the caramel in it. Uh, in
0: yeah, day. but then there's two... There's Now there's two Freddos, I think. I think there's... Well... There's, well, we've got caramel Fredos downstairs. That I promise you. But I remember okay. Tazbars, yeah. And I wasn't there a the funny Daffy Duck one as well? Daffy had his own, and I think Buzz had his own, but uh, Bugs rather had his own. But there was the one that stuck oh. around was um, was Daffy. I remember oh. my, a friend of my mother's who immigrated to Australia brought back a load of Australian confectionery as a sort of a. This is what it's like over there, and these are sweets you're not going to get. So she came to visit once and stayed in our house and brought like this massive bag of Australian sweets. Now there were, a lot of it was branded Cadbury, but there were all, it was all different. It was all weird and different. Yes, That uh, was amazing. And uh, there was a bunch of that kind of thing. Like there was bugs and there was Taz. That was the, my first time I ever having Taz. And Taz was solid as well. Taz was, I think. Oh, those Australians get everything Yes, Everything's upside down. They, they walk on their heads over there. They're upside down. Mad. Nah, you do the last one. Please. Number six. Uh, I went to Tesco earlier, earlier social distancing safely. I went for two things, lasagna and drink. And uh, rather, as my young fellow, as Andrew, our, our youngest, calls it, lasagna. Daddy, can we have lasagna? Because they, they're watching uh, on Netflix at the moment. They're watching Garfield.
1: Oh, Janie Mackers. So he's doing the whole American accent.
0: Daddy, can we have lasagna? Lasagna? Daddy, lasagna? We... Uh, so, we're having lasagna for dinner tonight. Okay. The, fu- the funny thing is, I'm, I went and got lasagna. It was a, it just a ready-made made one. I was going to make it myself. Then I thought, fuck it, I'll just get the one of the... Is it the
1: din- big, massive, family size Carol's one?
0: It is. Are they nice?
1: Uh... Oh, no!
0: <laughs> Don't tell me that, because I know put the it, Tesco one's okay.
1: Put it this way. I probably never... I used to eat it a lot, but I probably didn't leave it in for long enough. Do you know what I mean?
0: Okay. Yeah, well, we have um, a tendency uh, to just leave it in half the day, like...
1: Yeah, so you'll be fine and they do a very good pasta in the O'Carrolls oh, one. Very good pasta in it. Tesco
0: do an incredible chicken and pasta uh bake if you're the next time you're in. It's gorgeous. It it looks pretty grim. It's just like a tray of penne yeah. with cheese thrown in on top of it and lumps of like like unhealthy looking chicken. Oh, right. You pop that bad boy in the oven for 20 minutes and it is uh be. I tell you what actually surprise your See, I'm not
1: allowed darken the door of this house with ready-made meals, which I used to live on, because the housemate,
0: he's this, a very good cook. It's not really ready. It, it comes in a, it even, I, of course it is ready-made, right? But yeah. it's it—it's in a tray that looks sort of, um, it looks legit. <laughs> okay. It looks fresher than ready-made. It—it it, In fairness to it, it is actually fresher than ready-made. It's all like... Fresh ingredients and it looks like the real deal rather right. than it being just a crummy like this, this will last for six months.
1: I'll have for... to, I'll have to uh, build up to that. Give so it a go. I'll, you start, just... I'll start, I'll start with tea and toast and then the next day there'll be some sausages and then the next day there'll be some look things and then the next day I'll have this fantastic ready meal he'll be like oh my god you've learned so much over the last four days you're a chef now
0: all I'm saying is if you ever if you ever fancy doing something nice for your other half for once in your miserable existence rather than having him do everything waiting you hand and foot yeah, go and, go and buy the pasta ready meal it's a large tray for about a fiver in okay. Tesco's a large silver tray and it's got a clear film lid on the top of it You you, you could do worse a little okay. bit of garlic bread with okay. that as well glass of vino and away you no, go you babes no, uh, this anyway inside in tesco socially distancing blah 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 uh, these tins were in the um uh, alcohol section and it was 4 for 9 euro for these ready pre-mixed drink tins you know the ones yeah and i've seen them a lot of them before like there's a pre-mixed jack daniels and Co- cola yeah. not jack daniels and coke but jack daniels and cola uh, there's a rum and cola there is a vo- registered trademark. Vo- I Don't use the word cola. Vodka and cola. Uh, what else? Gin and tonic. There is the Gordon's gin and tonic, which I'm not too keen on. Actually, I like oh, it. I like tonic. them. Uh, what else? There's there was something like it with pineapple in it. There was there's they've got a whole massive range of them now. It's just not that uh, at the limited range. But nothing. Everything to me looked like there was a cranberry and vodka, but it all looked to me like soft drinks. Uh, oh, they had the Copperberg in a tin as well. Actually, it was quite nice looking. Oh yeah. But uh, they've uh, two of the only two that piqued my interest. I've got them here. One is Jemison Ginger Ale and Lime, which looks nice, but it's you know mm. Jemison, but I, it's nice. It might, might be nice at the back garden later because it's sunny. And uh, this other one is very intriguing. It's an image of a man's a man with a beard, and it's meal M I for the L, Gin Spritz. It's called, right. Right. And it says that they're made in Dub Pierce Lines Distillery, James Street, Dublin 8, Ireland. That must be... Um, uh, James's Gate. So is James
1: it near Guinness?
0: It must be Guinness, yeah. Or well, Diageo, isn't it? Yeah, they're uh, Diageo now. MI M- for the El Meal, And it's got tonic water and a grapefruit citrus twist. So it's gin and tonic with a grapefruit twist on it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, really? Grapefruit, No, Nah. But nah. a hint of grapefruit. I think it might do just the I trick
1: it, it might be it might be palette cleansing it could be very refreshing it yeah. could be refreshing you wouldn't to have too many
0: of them oh god no when well, we, oh we do that with gin and tonic anyway anyway meal I'll let you know how I get on M I for the L with the tin 4 for 9 euros it'd be rude not to do you know
1: what I mean <laughs> drink responsibly
0: drink responsibly put it in a glass and a couple of ice cubes first babes hey <clears throat> don't spill it down your front <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know we would um, darling that's, that's it
0: 6bits 6 bits, at gmail.com is the email address we will never get it done in less than 40 minutes we never will we uh, will so don't even ask us to try how's Pat Kenny these days actually he must be delighted Sean O'Rourke is retiring my oh, piles my... are giving me jip. oh okay Pat uh, no change there then <laughs> the daily check <laughs> uh, thanks for everything Warren. you have been well,
1: thanks for everything don't touch yourselves or each other
0: Uh, Stay safe, stay well, and stay home. That's it. Azerbaijan.
1: Pick up after your dog.
0: Good night, Vienna. Mic drop.